Hey, Tara. Hey, Johnny. How's my little lazy otter today? I am just the laziest, <laughs> cutest otter in the whole wide world. If people uh, haven't listened to last week's episode, they're not going to get that. And they think you're calling me a lazy otter. Well, oh, you are. I don't think it's a stretch. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, so oh, that's how we're starting. Okay, uh, bud. I love you. I, I did I bring you a you treat back. this week. We'll, we'll tell the people after you gave me shit last week for not bringing you a fucking treat. Oh, I brought I'm you a sorry. goddamn treat. You don't promise uh-huh. people on air things and then not deliver. But this I week, delivered. this week you delivered in major late. Um, Johnny made, and I don't want to say it's a cliche, Johnny, but banana bread. Holy moly. And then he filled me in on the secret, which is to microwave it and throw some butter on that baby. And mm. Mama really enjoyed it. Like the Aww. whole loaf. The she whole. Came out for the, she came out for the feeding. <laughs> God, I love did, it. Did I? <laughs> I and then some. Uh, so now I'm just looking forward to some sourdough bread. What? Oh, my God. No pressure. Well, well, there may be one in the oven for you right now. Just saying. You, you got a bun in the oven? I got a bun in the oven. Um, okay, let's talk about something that I just I just like was reading up on. So Trump's ballet got corona, and now he's yes. flipping out because he hasn't been protected. Gee, I wonder what millions of people in America feel that way as well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, he's and he's a germaphobe to begin with. Am I am I wrong on that? I heard he is. Yeah. So that must be, uh, I mean, now he can understand what the rest of the United States is going through and the fact that, you know, yes. How do you feel about the, uh, because in California, we're going into uh, a ease of the restrictions uh, tomorrow. How do you feel about it? I'm worried. I mean, I think the good news about California is that they're going to do it slowly and watch what happens, you know? Um, I do think that there is a animal sense from people that have felt cooped up that need to, you know, go out and get fresh air or something. Like mm-hmm. I get, I get that there's that happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what are you going to do? It's happening. We have great leadership. I trust them. Uh, I think it's too soon for my own person. Uh, I'm not going to be going out. So yeah, I, I, and that's exactly it. And and somebody said to me the other day because we were talking, and they said that they had just spent a tremendous amount of time washing down their groceries. And I said, huh? I said, well, I I I don't do that. And they said, well, why? And I said, because I read that that's really not necessary. And they said, but you know, and they were fighting me. And I basically said, whatever you're comfortable with. And that's why I feel about that. Right. That is right. And, you know, that that's fine as long as it doesn't impinge on my my health. Right. So if you're Exactly. Gonna, exactly. If you're gonna open the beaches, you better fucking be six feet apart from everybody. You you can't that that is the problem is that people are brazen. You know, we actually had to have our carpets cleaned today because Buster had a, uh, after eating a stick of butter a few days ago, he has been shitting up a storm, honey. And so we had this guy cleaning our carpet and I was very far away from him and he kept walking toward me with his mask off. And I said, could you mind standing back? And he rolled his eyes. He said, I'm fine. And I said, well, I'm not. That's what I said. I said, "I'm, I'm actually sick. So he didn't care. I didn't care. 
So you're going to face people like that. And the question is, how do you protect yourself when Mm -hmm. restrictions are lifted? And the way I'm going to do it is to continue my routine and stay home. So that that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I will be watching very closely and, and just seeing what, yeah, what our officials say, because I do trust them implicitly. And, um, just everybody, I want everybody to be safe. I yep. want everybody to be safe and healthy. That's my, that is, that is what I want. Yeah. And mama and gets and, what she wants. And don't like, you know, this idea of like, I'm fine. Well, you don't know you're fine unless you were just tested 10 minutes ago. So you can be contagious and not know it. So mm-hmm. don't be, don't be breathing on me. <laughs> and again, it. it, it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do. It's not about you basically and it's about uh, other people getting sick and other people taking that home to people the elderly or you know it's all just very important and we need to be we need to be kind to everybody and to make sure that everybody feels safe and comfortable and if that means that you don't you don't want to adhere to any of these rules any longer so be it i just hope and pray you don't get sick and, and I hope clog up, that, clog up the, the hospitals and where people yes. actually have health crises can't get in. Yeah. Um, on to a happier topic. I fucking love our guest today. I, I mean, am very excited. She, um, we're talking about the one and only Marina Sirtis from Star Trek Next Generation, Star Trek Picard, and a million other projects, which some people may not even be aware how many things they've seen her in. Um, man, she is fun. I, I got to spend some time with her recently and we had a, such a blast. She's such a fun, outspoken, you know, just out there person. You know, she doesn't, I don't think she has any fucks to give. I just, I, and she, I think she's always kind of been that way. <laughs> so uh, this, this should be a fun, a fun, a fun conversation. I can't wait. Well, I can't wait either. And I, uh, sounds like she's just couldn't be more perfect for our show. Hey, exactly. Um, so speaking of fucks not given, why don't we take a little break and then come back and uh, talk to <laughs> the, the wonderful and talented Marina Sirtis. Perfect. All right. See you on the other side. And we are back, and we could not be more excited to have the wonderful, talented, beautiful, charming do I have to keep going, Marina, or is that No, is that stop. Sufficient? No, I'm trying to shut my dogs up. There's a squirrel in the tree outside. Oh, my God. Can anything else go wrong? Yeah, there's a squirrel who sits in the tree and taunts my dog. So. Oh, my God. Hello. Hi. Hi, Hi Marina. We survived Hi, the cruise Tara. ship. Hi, we John. We, we survived did. the cruise ship. Did, did you, what um, thinking? Did you... Um, <laughs> Did you self-quarantine as soon as you got back? Yeah, pretty much. It was my birthday yeah, I weekend, did. so I That's hit the right. Abbey first, and then I went. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you went and infected a bunch of people. Yeah, I did. Lockdown. Okay, yeah. you are so socially conscious. I love that about you. <laughs> now, I, um, I actually, you know, because that's right, you got off, you got off early, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Right, so of course, when we came back like days after you. Oh, it was a real then. It was real. Oh my God, because yeah. because I looked out of the window on Sunday morning, and yep. I just breathed a sigh of relief that we were docked. 
Yes. And not still floating out at sea. Oh my gosh. Oh my because God. there were people. Guys, can I ask you a question? Was anybody concerned on the cruise? I mean, was, yeah, yeah, there yeah, were six people. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 there were six people. I mean, but um, I mean, I knew somebody personally who felt ill right at the beginning of the cruise. I'm not going to say no. any names. And she basically never came out of her cabin ever wow. on the whole trip. Right? Holy so, God. I know, and. Um, there were people who, you know, had symptomy things, but mm. um, yeah. So I, when I came back, when I came home, I basically self quarantined because I didn't know if I had it or if I was right. symptomatic. Or, and I thought I can't go out into the world. Right. I just got off a petri dish. Yeah, you know, so. totally, totally. And the story kept changing because they fucking lied to us early on about things, and I think people felt. You know, like everything was going to be okay. You know, I mean, we I were. I know they're talking. They're talking about next year. I don't know how they. I don't how. How do you do? Yeah. But you know what was good about it? We made new friends, right? Yeah. Tom? I mean, all these years, I haven't really gotten to know you that this well until now, and I'm absolutely exactly. obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with you. I mean, oh. I've, been, I've been obsessed with you for a long time, but really, last year. Prepping for Picard, I think I told you I watched the entire Next Generation, like every fucking episode. Well, then you've seen more than me. Oh, you blew <laughs> me away. You just blew me away. And I, uh, and your episode uh, on Picard was just the most beautiful work. And I hope you get an oh, Emmy nomination for it. Oh, you know? stop it. Do you, know, do you know what? You know how sick I am? This is how flipping sick I am. So... I, I swear to God, it has been so amazing to hear the comments from Picard. I mean, literally, Johnny, you get you get this as an actor because it's yeah. coming from because it's coming from my peers, right? right? So it's like, holy shit, this is this is it, it's. I'm just so like bursting with gratitude. Well, you were <laughs> when I was watching it. When I was watching it, <laughs> I was like, oh my. God, I am so fat. <laughs> oh my God, oh my you are crazy. Goodness. You're crazy. You look gorgeous. And did you watch it I on the like, ship? Because they played I, it on the ship. I know I did. I wasn't going to stay up till eleven thirty to watch it. Mm. Oh mm. shit! No, I watched. I don't want to watch it with other people. Also, I just wanted to watch it right. on my own. Right. Yeah, you know how that is. I mean, yeah. literally, all I could see was the muffin top. That was literally oh all I could see. You are silly. <laughs> You are silly. Um, uh, because, but then, you know, we're actors. You know how that is. Insecure and vain at the same time, really. Yeah. You know, real yeah. contradiction. Yeah. yeah. Wait till we have to start signing all those pictures with the, the looks we have now, with all my scars and stuff. <laughs> I know. Be like, I know. Yeah. And how, they, how, 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 John, how are we going to go back to work? I have no, well, I'm dead, you know. <laughs> I know you're dead, but you're you're not I, dead in show business. No, I and you know, know. and we don't you know. and you you're 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 a regular worker. You work I all am. the time. I you am. are. You have a very you've had a lovely little career, Mister. I have. You know, you really is, have. Thank you, honey. The thing is that I think they're going to have to figure it out, right? There's, they're, I they're think. Have, you know, they're just going to have to figure out how, I guess, to test people before they walk in. I don't know. There was an article know. in the paper last weekend. And they were talking about, you know, maybe if they start shooting, you know, obviously hair and makeup will have to be behind masks. 
Yep. And maybe if they can shoot somehow with a six, you know, with a with that social distancing, and then put the, put everyone up in a hotel so they kind of, yeah. do you know what I mean? So that they're I'm all okay in one place. Yeah. I'm okay. Listen, I, I, you know, I just want to be able to get back to work because. Yeah, me um, too. Me too. This is, uh, I mean, you know, as actors, we spend a lot of time resting, as we say in yes. the country of my birth. But you know, <laughs> this, this enforced resting is. Um, mm. I can't see an end to it. It's really scary. Mhm. Mhm. How are you coping? Well, I talk to the dogs. <laughs> Do they talk back? No, that's when I will start to worry. Okay, <laughs> that's, when right. I'll be call- that's when I'll be calling my friends saying, okay, now, you know, get the straight jacket. The dogs are talking back. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, you know, it's hard. It is it's kind of doubly hard a little bit because, you know, I lost Michael just before yeah. Christmas. So um, being totally alone is something that I actually, this is like the first time in my life ever. Wow. That I have lived on my own, totally alone. Wow! You know, wow. so it's it's a it's a big adjustment. Is your lonely you're being alone amplify the morning, or does it make it in a way in a way easier because you you know conceptually just talk to him all the time, right? When you're by yourself. Well, yeah. Um, you know, to be honest, my life isn't that different to when he was alive because we, we you know we're not kids. We right. did our partying, you know, we were, we were two old people who stayed home most of the time. So my right. life isn't that different. It's just that he's not here, you gosh, know, and I'm, you know, I'm having to do this on my own. And I, and now, you know, like this is the first time I've been able to talk about him without crying. So this is like a big, this is like a moment, John. Right. Oh, <laughs> this is like good. a huge moment in my, in my development in my grief so this is amazing good. thank you good, thank you good. I'm, I'm glad just a very difficult time for people I mean the amount of cameos I get asking for basically I know. therapy therapy are they asking for therapy I know they are me <laughs> well they want they, they yeah well they uh, you think I guys you think I'd get more of those being right I was ship's counselor <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I don't get that. I get a few. Could you know give so and so a pep talk? Yeah. But it's um no. I, I you know people. What are you thinking? Why are you asking the Borg for advice? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Ship's counselor here. And I'm you know Miles Moses. I am now a psychologist because I played one for seven years. So totally. I, you know that, right? <laughs> yes. Of course. Well, I am. I am going to call you now all the time and ask you for advice. Okay, so you should never have opened that up. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what? That I should. I should not have said that. I really shouldn't have said that. But you know, I am. Exactly. I am, you are no, screwed wait, now. Oh, but you know what? I'm going to give you a heads up, Tara. Tara, wait. People have always told me their problems. I am that person. Literally, that I sit next to someone on a plane and I get the life history and what can you do? You know, how can you fix me? And this was even before I was Councillor Troy. This was because when I was just playing Marina Sirtis, you know, unknown actress. So um, this has always been the vibe that I've given off, despite the fact that I try to give off a snooty, don't talk to me, can't you see I'm reading my book vibe. Right? <laughs> Not working up. <laughs> and they ignore it. They totally yes. Anyway, my That's friends hilarious. also my friends also tell me their shit. I don't know why they tell me their shit because they know 
I have only ever kept two secrets in my life. So don't tell me anything because you may as well call the New York Times and tell them because it will be all around town in a nanosecond if you tell me. I'm telling you, know you up I front. Think, you know why <laughs> I'm I think, telling you up front. Oh, you know what Thank I you think. for your honesty. What, I was going to say that, that's why people call you because you have always struck me as someone who, who says exactly what's on her mind. And I think people oh, yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. Well, you know, I've always said, um, you know if I like you and you know if I don't. Right. So, um, I, life's too short, John. I mean, John, really, Jonathan, life is too short to like yeah. hang out with people that you don't like. Yep. Yep. Ma'am. You know, we I have agree. to do it at all at work. We, do, we shouldn't have to do it, you know, in our lives. When no. we when we leave our jobs. <laughs> no, no. Um, obviously, now I've said that, I've realised all these trekkies out there going. What does she mean by that? Does she mean that she didn't <laughs> like people on TNG? No, no. You all know we loved each other on TNG. Oh my god, I'm talking you guys about family. Yeah. Other jobs. Other jobs. It was all seven of us. That was the right. thing. It was like like lightning in a bottle. That all seven of us adored each other. How wonderful was it to reconnect with with Patrick on camera? Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> oh, do you know? Oh. You know, Patrick. Maybe because we were both English and we could talk about football, you know, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And also because we were English and we had a shared kind of background, because he came from a very poor northern background and I came from a very poor southern background. Oh. Um, but you know, we were both very blue-collar, working-class families, and. Um, so we had that in common. And I remember um, there was a scene in Generations, which was the first feature that mm -hmm. we did. And it was a scene where he was telling me about this tragedy that had happened in, in Picard's life where his family had been burnt to death. Oh, so we, yeah. yeah, I know, really heavy duty scene. So we do the scene and um, it's beautiful. I mean, he's you know wonderful, like flawless, gorgeous actor. actor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So he looks at me, so at the end of the scene, he goes, you know, originally this scene was Picard and Data, and I went, oh. oh. I said, what happened? He said, I told them to change it because I could only play this scene with you. Oh. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I, he's that man. He, he's yeah, uh, and you know, first of all, you kind of go, okay, I could die tomorrow a happy woman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I understand that very well. Yeah. He was so incredibly kind to me when I came back on Picard. Just yeah. Just beyond, 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 very, I Well, very... you know, he's, he, has, he has become this, I mean, not that he wasn't wonderful before, but he was up his own ass a little bit, you know, occasionally. Mm. I'll be mm -hmm. honest. You know, that mm -hmm. was one of my jobs, keep him down to earth, remind <laughs> him where he came from, right? <laughs> um, but now it's like he's become this just wonderful, warm, giving, warm. Yeah. you know, loving, just oozing gorgeousness. You know, yes. he's just become this wonderful person. Um, you know, he was always a wonderful actor, but he's also become, he's become beautiful, really beautiful on the inside as well, you know. And yeah. I don't know, I, you know, it's kind of coincided with him meeting Sonny. 
Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty much going. But that was it. He just needed to meet the right person and look what mm-hmm. he blossomed into. You know, it was mm-hmm. it's beautiful. It really is it, beautiful. It really is. They're they're the cutest couple in in Hollywood, in my opinion. Oh my they, god! <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. they're just adorable. Adorable. They are. They are. Uh, all right, let's take a little break. Um, and then when we come back, let's dive into I don't know some politics. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I know you'll have a a few things to say about that. Okay. We'll be right back with Marina. Okay. And we are back and uh, we are just, we're about to launch into, I'm I'm sure you're a shrinking violet when it comes to talking about politics, right, Marina? Uh, Oh yeah. I um, I, am. I'm Mm -hmm. loving what's happening in this country right now. (laughs) (laughs) I am like doing, I'm doing a little happy dance. You know, we we uh, one of my major concerns about this pandemic, apart from you know, I'm not talking about people dying, which is obviously the worst, absolute worst thing that could happen to anybody. Which is, don't get me started. Um, it's the fact that he's doing shit behind the scenes um, that uh, we we're not supposed to be paying attention to, and uh, yep. using the pandemic as a smokescreen right now. And uh, he's trying to he's trying to um, obliterate the ACA, and uh, he's he's trying to not give people food stamps. Uh, Mitch McConnell's trying to not give people food stamps when the miles at food banks are miles long. Um, this there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that we're not even get started on Mr. Miller. Um, oh my God! Who's going to use oh. this? Who's going to use this like up the wazoo? I mean. Listen, the Lincoln Project, which is a conservative, I mean, George Conway, you know, is, is yeah. one of the guys on the Lincoln Project. Yeah. I mean, when the Lincoln Project make, make a commercial saying, if we have four years of this, this will not be America anymore. I've been saying this for the last three years. We can't have four more years. It will not be America anymore. Well, not the America yeah. that we know or that we know. Because no, it's already it's getting that way. It's already yeah. getting that way. And the thing is, I worry that he will, If I mean, he doesn't have enough time now and there's too much shit going on for him to do it. But if he does get reelected, he will use this pandemic to erode our civil liberties like nobody's business. Oh, for sure. And, oh, my God, it just makes me crazy. I just get, I, see, you've got me going now. I'm right. I'm riled up. I need a Xanax now because I'm all fired up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a, um, this is much, much worse than I ever envisioned that November night when I wanted to jump out of the, uh, down from my roof when he won. I, I could never have imagined anything this bad. This is just the worst ever. Um, how do you feel uh, UK is doing, considering they've got well, like, their Well, because own we have, you know, we have our mini, mini me, don't we? That's right. We have, our, yeah. we have Boris. And... Yeah. The uh, and and the UK is going to be second behind USA, right? In deaths per capita, because we're a country of sixty million people, and we've had thirty thousand deaths. Ridiculous, right? Yeah. So you're a country of three hundred and twenty-eight. We're a country here of three hundred and twenty-eight million, and we've had seventy-five thousand roughly deaths. Right. We're, we're way out ahead of you in the UK per capita. Crazy. 
crazy. Because they didn't shut down until mm-hmm. almost April. Until like he got like sick, right? It. Wasn't it? Well, no, they, they shut no. down before he got sick. They did shut down before he got sick, but um, mm-hmm. it was late. It was, it was, it was, it was, tr- it was the same BS that Trump was coming out with, you know, Boris was coming out with, oh, well, I, yeah. no, I'm not going to stop going to pubs and I'm a handshaker. I'm not going to stop shaking people's hands. This is just like the flu. Well, hello, it nearly killed you. And um, God alone knows if it's had any effect on your, on the child that your girlfriend was carrying because she right. had it too. Right. 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 I mean, these Horrifying. people, these people, it's it, 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 it's like flat earth people, you know? It's yeah. like, really? What part of your brain is lobotomized that, you, that that part <laughs> of your brain doesn't actually work and you yeah. actually believe this stuff? Yeah, it's uh, astonishing to me. And, and, you and know, Johnny... That- Johnny and I have talked so many times about how kind of lucky we are in California to have the leadership that we have right now. Well, as as Chris Rock said at the Academy Awards, you know, California, we're the nice white people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I love that. Um, Marina, I have to tell you something. I was listen. I was I was doing a deep dive because we have to we have to do research on all our guests, mm. and um, I was doing a deep dive, and I found this very disturbing video. And you had obviously done a print interview where you said that Star Trek fan uh, Star Trek fans do not equal Republicans, or they shouldn't be Republicans and everything. Yeah. And this guy, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen this video. No, it's it's basically the reason why Johnny and I started this show, because this man just goes just after you. And he basically says, you know, you you social justice warriors need to keep your mouth shut and actors need to keep their mouth shut and blah, 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 blah. And it it was truly and I was like, oh, you can't say anything without. And you know what, Tara? I don't yeah. care. I love that about you. I don't yeah. care because, first of all, these people who are, you know, in love and married to the Second Amendment because they think Jesus wrote it or it came down the mountain on the slab <laughs> with Moses. Yeah. Um, these people that are so married to the Second Amendment need to read the First Amendment occasionally, which says freedom of speech, religion, etc., etc. The press, right? That part. Mm. Um, so uh, I will say whatever the hell I want, um, and if you don't like it and you say bad things about me, I don't care because That's I right. don't know you. I don't effing mm-hmm. know you. I don't care what you think about me. I just care that the people that I know and love love me. As right. for a bunch of total strangers, go fuck yourselves. I don't care what you think. I really don't. And what Johnny and I have talked about is is why is your right to say anything different from anybody else's? But yeah, I, you know, I because if I was a plumber, if I was a plumber, that's right. Could I have an opinion then? Yeah. No. And the reason they say this, bottom line, is because we have more followers than they do, and we reach right. more people. Right. 
So we have right. a voice and they're trying to mm-hmm. shut that voice up because we can reach a wider audience than their 25 followers. Right. Right? Yes. So, no, and I know people are going to say, they're going to listen to this and they're going to call me every name under the sun because of what I just said. But, you know, people, you're not going to call me anything. My mother hasn't called me already. So, it's water <laughs> off a <the> duck's back. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh, oh my God, God, I love you too. Oh, Jesus. that's so funny. Oh. <laughs> it's so true, though. It's like they yeah, they think not... they think that they it affects you know. Well, you know what? That's me. I think it does affect a lot of people. You know, and I'm making jokes about it because I can make jokes about it because it right. doesn't touch me, right? Right. Um, but there are people out there, young people out there, that it does touch because that's the environment that they've grown up into. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that is very important to them. And so when Melania Effin Trump has, when she says that her platform as a first lady is cyberbullying, and you, I sent her a tweet and I was like, have you met your husband? <laughs> it's true. I thought it yeah. because a joke. she's married to the biggest cyberbully. Uh-huh. And yet, this, I mean, so she's as bad as him. I mean, you know, she's prettier. That's it. You know, that's yeah. basically the only difference. Um, but I, I, you know, it is very important. It is very important that the what's happened with the uncivility, yeah. this uh, the social, the way that social media has enabled these vile human beings to go after people who oh, yeah. who, who aren't as tough as me. Yeah, I admit it. I'm tough. You right? are. Yep. I am. I'm really tough. I'm only afraid of one person on the planet, and that's my sister-in-law. So, you know. <laughs> Does she know that? Me. I think she told me You know me why? Because she's, yeah. she's worse than me. And, I mean, she's more outspoken. I don't mean worse. I mean, she's just she's even more outspoken than I am. So, um, you know, I, I, I mind my P's and Q's around her a lot. Oh, um, I love that. <laughs> but, uh, but no one else. I mean, literally no one else. And yes, I admit I have an issue with authority, but, you know. So what? It, yeah, so what? Yeah. You know, I've I managed, mean. You know, to, yeah. I've managed to get to 65 without getting locked up, so. Well, you look, Mind you. Gor- you look gorgeous. I mean, I mean, you look gorgeous. Uh, I can't uh, believe you're 65. That's insane. Well, that is I, crazy. actually, I can't even tell you. I'm I'm growing my eyebrows out, Tara. Can you do you can you feel my pain? Because I am actually growing my eyebrows out because I figure no one's going to see me for a long time, and because um, I'm going to wear a baseball cap when I'm walking the dogs and sunglasses, so no one's going to see my eyes. Because at the moment, I look I look my eye, eyebrows look like Mitch McConnell's. <laughs> okay, Marina, I have to ask you a question though. Have you attempted have you attempted to to tweeze them yourself? Oh no, you- the reason I'm gro- no no, the reason I'm growing them out is because I have been tweezing them myself. And I ended up looking like a Salvador Dali painting. I got it. I'm right there with you. I've decided to grow them out. And so um, they're coming in white and black, and oh. um, some aren't coming in at all. So um, okay, I'm just so like a project. It's like that. a science project. I thought, oh, my, oh God. my God, I thought the other day, oh, what do I have in my eyebrow? It's two white hairs. Oh, I was yeah. so upset. Oh, I, oh, I couldn't. Yeah. It was so upsetting. Oh, listen, yeah. it's, when, it's when 
you know, I don't know how old you are, Tara, but as I said, I'm 65. And so I went through the menopause, like I went early menopause, like 25 years ago. I was, you know, that was it. I was, I was a useless, unbreeding woman. And um, <laughs> I was a non-breeder. And <laughs> that's when the hair start coming out of your chin. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, <laughs> right, right. And, but they're going to come out big, thick black hairs. Well, you know what? They're white now. Uh, <laughs> white now. Do you know what? I am destroying so many people's idea of who I am right this oh minute. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is hilarious. Um, oh, and I have to tell you, you're making so many people happy because there's so many women listening, going to be listening, going, oh God, thank God. Somebody's yeah. talking uh, well, about you know, it. Come on. Have we shaved our legs since the lockdown? I oh, screw that. I look like I look like I look like an English footballer right now. <laughs> <laughs> I call well, him my hair sock. I said English. Like, I don't mean Cristiano because we know Cristiano shaves his legs, but an English <laughs> footballer. <laughs> well, that that would mean you're really hot to me. <laughs> oh, oh. Because you know footballers okay. are hot. They are actually yeah. yes, they are. Yeah. I because uh, you know I'm, I'm from were, Uruguay, so I know a little bit. I about know, so we 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 have the football thing in common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yes, it. Yes, we do. It. It's a very sexy sport, I think. Very. Sexy. Well, I am. I have to be honest. I'm the American my, version. Well, no, I'm yeah. actually, actually. I'm I'm a I'm a bit. Tara, hate to be another disappointment. Uh, I'm a big jock. I love sports, so I watch American football. Um, in fact, do you really? My, I love it. I watch college on Saturday and NFL <laughs> on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. I know it's really sad, but I love okay. sports. I just do. I, I've always loved competitive. I don't like playing them. I'm the world's best spectator. I don't want to play any sports, but right. I do love watching sports and so you, uh, always have, always have. So World Cup drinks my house. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only person who's happy right now that um, the Olympics has been canceled for a year is my niece because, wait for it, I'm so proud of her. It's between her and two other girls who represents Greece in windsurfing. And she needed another, I know, she needed another year to get, she thought really oh, wow that's i know crazy. extraordinary i know i we know wow. surfing too well, you, will go, right? well you know in, the we'll... sports the sports runs in the family because my brother was a professional footballer so we wa- we wondered if any of his kids were going to do the sport thing and wow. uh, none of them did football but yeah so will you yeah. go to the olympics Is oh are there? you kidding yeah you're there honey oh of <laughs> course you're there. I love oh it. Oh my! I mean, I went to I went to the Athens Olympics because you know it was oh. in Athens, and I had yes. to go. Um, yeah. And I didn't even have a relative in there, but you know, you think I'm not going to go when I'm going to have a, a niece, my oh, my amazing. beloved brother's daughter. You know, amazing. I think you're even going to shave your legs for it. Oh no! <laughs> listen, listen. My legs are going to be glossy. They're going to be glossy <laughs> and shiny and gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is way fun. Um, let's uh, let's take, let's catch our breath and take a little beat, a little break, and and come back and keep laughing it up with Marina. We'll be right back. And we're back with the stunning and bushy, apparently, Marina. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a freak. No, listen, no, listen. 
I have to tell you this. It's a really funny story. I have a girlfriend who lives in Hawaii and she is of Scandinavian descent. You know, she's blonde and very fair. Um, and she went to get a, and, but she was very, um, she had a lot of hair in the, in her nether regions. Right. Right. So, so she went, she went like to get a bikini like her, her wax. Netherlands. Her Netherlands? Her Netherlands, her, yeah. <laughs> she, so she went, she went to get uh, her bikini wax, and when the girl saw her, she went, good Lord, are you Greek? Oh, my <laughs> That's awesome. Right. So that's all you need to know about Greek women, right there. Um, uh, so anyway. Uh, um, I want to well, talk to you about yes. a passion we share, which is uh, animals and dogs. Because, God, they're helping me get through this shit right now. You know, I love, Johnny, I love that you say, what about me? I like dogs. I like animals. Do you have a dog? Do you have a a pet dog? I do. An English bulldog with one eye named Wink. (laughs) So I'm going to win the competition because I, okay, wait. I have three dogs. I have Puka, who is a miniature pincher, who is, wait for it. 25 years old. What? What? 25. Hello, Puka. She's walking in. She's blind. Um, But apart from being blind and being a bit, you know, wobbly in the back now. But she still walks and everything. Um, She's fine. Nothing wrong with her. Then I have my Pomeranian who has a heart condition and a collapsing trachea. He's a bloody fortune. And then I have Mm. Dennis who is my mutt and that my savior right now because he mm. is my heart. Um, mm. So yeah, I love my dogs, but I'm also um, what we used to call back in the old days, an anti-vivisectionist, which basically mm. means I am anti-animal testing. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. There is no reason for us to test on animals. Up until a couple of weeks ago, I would have said why are they still pouring bleach into rabbits' eyes when they know that it blinds you? This right. happens now, right? But then we had a president who said, "Let's inject bleach into our lungs." And so, um, <laughs> oh Lord, I hear right. That. So you know, maybe that isn't as uh, as stupid a question as I thought it was before he opened his flapping lips, um, but. The reason that they pour bleach into animals, rabbits' eyes, every single day is because when some idiot who listened to the president went and drank bleach or injected it or did whatever the hell he suggested that they do, and they sue Clorox because they've died or done themselves irreparable damage, Clorox needs to have up-to-date data. data. Mm. That's the uh, only reason. But wow. here's the thing. So how screwed what... up is our system? That's right. So we are torturing animals because of stupid people doing stupid things and then suing the company for doing them. How do you feel about animal testing on vaccines and that sort of thing? Like what's happening now? Well, actually, um, I used to be, I used to know a lot of people in um, a lot of kind of very radical groups. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, they would, they showed me, um, 
a lot of uh, research that basically said um, we physiologically the close. I think I think I'm, I think I'm right about this, but if I'm wrong, forgive me. Apparently, physiologically, what we're closest to is a pig. Oh, right. And but they mm. don't test on pigs. So wow. the you know this is and they do a lot of cell. There is a lot of cell te technology now where right. you, don't, you know you can you can see what's happening in a petri dish or in right. a test tube and right. not right. actually exactly. We are so advanced, right? But we actually don't have to do it anymore, right? You know. And listen, we killed. How many tens of thousands of dogs giving them aspirin before we realized that it wouldn't kill people? Right. So it does, you know. Heartbreaking, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Heartbreaking, yeah. Um, well, um, I have two dogs. I have a Buster and Roxy, and they're both, one's a pit and the other one is a pit mix. Oh. And they keep my hands full and my day is busy because I do a lot of walking with them. And that's been awesome right now to have them around and to walk. Oh, they love or, it. Don't they love it that we're oh, home? I think the they dogs it are virus. loving it. I They're think dogs came up with coronavirus. You know, I, was talking, I was talking to Jonathan, the other Jonathan Frakes, yes. the other day. And uh, I, think I think he and Jeannie... Francis are in lockdown with one of their kids is with Eliza. Um, but, you know, again, they're not young, but, you know, Eliza's young, obviously, but, you know, to, uh, Johnny and Jeannie, and apparently right. Je Jeannie leans over in the morning and says to Jonathan, I love this quarantine. spending <laughs> 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 so much quality time together because they're yeah. both so busy usually. I mean, yeah. Jonathan is hardly ever in the country because he's always directing. So sure. I think Jeannie's really enjoying having her husband home for a while. And I think yeah. Jonathan's really enjoying being home. Uh, how is he? Yeah. He's great. He's, He's wonderful. I love him. Oh, my I love God. Him. Do you know, I have to tell you, um, my first experience of Jonathan was when we were doing the hair and makeup test before we started shooting. And I was in the makeup trailer. You know, they were faffing with my hair and stuff. And... Jonathan walked in. I mean, what I say walked, he burst in. Mm. He burst into the makeup trailer, and I swear to God, the energy in the room changed when yeah. he walked in the room. Yeah. He just yeah. gives out this positivity and and good naturedness and happiness and just glad to be alive, you know. Yeah, and he's, he's just, a joy. He's amazing. Yeah, he's a joy. Yeah. I uh, I adore him too. The whole cast. I mean, it's funny. I guess people don't realize how interesting our Star Trek family is because we we've all spend more time with each other on the road probably than we ever did at work. In the oh last yeah, absolutely, years, absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking this the other day that um, you know I hope you. I'm going to sound really awful now. I hope you guys appreciate how welcoming we are to you. Because that yeah. wasn't our, you know, that wasn't our experience when we started, when we started. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. I mean, the fans were like, who the hell do you think you are? Oh, yeah. Why do you think we need a new Star Trek? We're just happy watching reruns of the <laughs> old one. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. How gosh. dare you? 
And who's the uh, new Spock? Well, we don't have a Spock. Well, what do you mean? How can you have Star Trek without Spock? I mean, literally. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it was awful. And then, you know, the, the original cast, you know, we basically did them out of a job. Right. So they, they weren't that. I mean, Leonard, bless him. I mean, he did have a party and invited us. Oh. But that once. Right. Right. I mean, they, they, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we, we, your, you guys are having a very different experience than, than we had when we started because we realized that, well, maybe because we all got along so well, is do we just mm. keep inviting people to the party? I, that's what it feels like. It's a big party. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. like, yay, come and join. We don't invite a lot of people. Now, Jonathan, you know this, so. We don't invite a lot of people into the TNG group. No, I know that. So you no. know that you, you know, you yeah. are special. Because yeah, I do. You know that, right? I do know that because I, because I, I've noticed that you are, you, you. We're a bit cliquey. You, I'll be honest. We're a bit cliquey. You, well, you're a family. You are a yeah. family and, and you're nice, but you're not going to let them, everyone into the bosom. And that's understandable, you know? Um, so I appreciate you know, it. There are certain people that I um, I wanted in the group and yeah. because I am the boss of the group. Are you the boss? I think you told I me that. I am the boss of the group. Only, <laughs> only because, you know what, they don't want to argue with me because it gets ugly and I always win. So it's like, I'll just let her do what she wants. You know, it's just easier. <laughs> <laughs> so because of me, um, Carl Urban and uh, Carl Urban is in the group. <laughs> <laughs> I love he's it. In, yeah, he's in the group. I love it. So even though he lives in New Zealand, he's in the group. Yeah. Well, you you missed drinks in Puerto Rico. You were busy. I did. When, I know. Oh, I did. Such. You know what's great? That was the last vacation I'll probably have for a really long time. <laughs> I know. You know, I booked I booked a ticket to go to Greece for Christmas, and I'm wondering what's going to happen. Maybe by Christmas. We might what if okay. there's a second round of it, like they're all right, saying? Right, right, in winter. Yeah, yeah. Don't know, you my know, dear. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I really don't want to spend Christmas, you know. It'll be my first Christmas without Michael. I don't want to be, you know, and then it's his birthday right after New Year's. So I'm like, I really don't want to be in the country, you know. Well, if you are this, in town, you come to our Christmas dinner for home. Oh, thank you. Thank we have you. a nice Christmas dinner here at the house, and a lot of Remember, dinner. I don't, I don't even get invited to his Christmas no, dinner. No, so you're right. very lucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Did you, you go do? to your sister's, you little bitch? You know what? I don't want to come to your <laughs> stupid Christmas. <laughs> now look what I did. See, uh, yeah. well, thanks, Marina. Marina, I can, Marina, I can you start are a an argument. I can start an argument in an empty room. Honestly, there you go. <laughs> And we'll be right back with a hilarious Marina Sirtis and some stories about growing up Greek. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. Uh, tell oh. me about your Greek family, because I'm dying to taste your Greek cooking. Um, you- okay, okay. I'm a really Greek. I'm a good Greek cook. I, in fact, mm. um, when people say to me, best Greek restaurant in L.A., and I'm like, my house. Uh, there, there is not. I hate to say it, and I'm sure there are Greek restaurateurs like listening in. Guys, mm-hmm. just cook the food Greek. Don't Americanize it for right. the Americans. Just mm-hmm. make it Greek. It's peasant food. Right. Stop judging it up and trying to make it something it isn't. 
Okay, what's your best end dish? of story? End of yeah, end of rant. I love that story. End of rant. Because, you know, you can go into any taverna in Greece, any mom and pop run, family run taverna, and you will get a better meal than any of these fancy schmancy Greek restaurants in Los Angeles and Malibu. Yeah. Did you, you know, were, you first, were you first generation or did your parents, were your parents immigrated to uh, England I, or? I, my, I was born three months after my, um, uh, after my parents came to England. Oh, so I wow. just made it. Yeah. My dad um, was on, my dad was on a death list in Greece. And what do you mean? Some, what, what does that well, mean? Well, there was a civil war in oh. Greece after the, after the Second World War. And uh, my dad was on the wrong side. Mm. And so it would be like South America with the disappeared after revolutions yes. and what have you and, and, yes. and, you know, and military coups and everything. Yep. Well, yep. my dad was on the wrong side in the civil war and um, someone tipped him off that they were coming to get him. Wow. And so my mother was six months pregnant with me and my mum and dad literally with the clothes on their back um, went to England. On New Year's Eve, 19, like December 31st, 1954, you know, January 1st, 1955. And they arrived on New Year's Eve, and my dad had a second or third cousin who lived in government housing in South London in Brixton. So they weren't expected, you know, they just left. No, and it's not like now where you could pick up a phone and tell someone, right. you know, right. not a lot of people, not, not everybody, especially in government housing, had a phone in 1954 in England. So um, they went and knocked on the door and they were out because it was New Year's Eve. <laughs> they were out oh partying. My God. <laughs> so the taxi driver knocked next door and said, um, I've got these Greeks and I don't know what to do with them because your <laughs> neighbors aren't in. And they went, I'll oh, bring him in. We'll give him a cup of tea while we wait. And so, <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then um, I was born three months later and my first home was a coal cellar, a converted coal cellar basement room. Wow. And my wow. dad went to work in a, my dad was a tailor and he went to work in a factory. Yep. Yeah. And yep. he would go to night school. He would go to night school every night after work to learn English and to learn yep. how to read and write English. Which is why I actually don't have a lot of, um, I'm, I'm not a big uh, fan of bilingual, I mean, of like teaching Spanish kids in Spanish. Mm -hmm. I think they should, you know, they should learn English if they live in an English speaking country. Because mm -hmm. my dad did it. My dad would work a 12 hour shift in a factory and then he'd go to night school to learn English. Yeah. So, you know, you well, do, I, you know. I, I'm an immigrant too. And I, I came here when I was 10 and my parents, were much older than most kids' parents, and it, it was very difficult for them to learn the language. And we ended up yeah. in a very Latino ghetto, and so you could get. Oh along no! Listen, I lived, I lived, you know? I lived in a very Greek neighborhood. Well, you know, okay. all the nationalities congregate. Right. They do. They make little, you know, communities of where they know people. Right. Mm -hmm. I lived in a very Greek community. Um, they were mainly Greek Cypriots because from Cyprus, um, we were from the mainland um, because. Cyprus was British up until the, you know, the late 60s. Um, it was British. And so if you oh. were born on Cyprus, you were British and you had a British passport. So, Fabulous. Um, you know, so they, there were a lot of Cypriots. Um, 
And so I grew around, I grew up around a lot, I mean, mainly Greeks. So do you speak Greek now? I speak Greek. I speak, yeah. I speak Greek and some, uh, quite, a, quite a bit of French and um, English. Yeah. Right. <laughs> English. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> I loved you in Crash. Oh, oh yeah. So, and I play a pretty good Iranian. Yes. And you played an Iranian on, on The Closer or Major Crimes, one of the two. Right? I did. Um, I did. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was No, it was The Closer. It was The yes. Closer. So, and yes. you, I, I don't know, have I ever told you what a fan I I am of the closer and major crimes? Oh no, I didn't know. You didn't? No. Oh, I love me a procedural crime drama. Right. I love them. <laughs> yeah. No, I just love them, and that's. I mean, I I became a huge fan of Mary's because of Battlestar Galactica. Sure. Which you know, don't tell anyone, but that was my favorite sci-fi show, and yeah. um. And then, you know, when she took over, um, when Major Crimes, when, when the closer became Major Crimes, I just right. switched allegiances. Right. Yeah. And, and, you, and the guys are lovely. That's a lovely group I of know. people. Wonderful. I miss them very much. Lovely group. I remember, you know, when yeah. I did my little bit, how lovely everyone was. I mean, I kind of got off on the wrong foot with Kira. <laughs> did you? I did. Okay. Didn't you know me. what I said? What? I said, oh, look, so now I'm two degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, perfectly acceptable. She, she wasn't amused. Now, that was well, pretty much the first thing I said to her. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> She's like, I'm someone, too. You're two degrees from me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, I mean you know why? Because I was nervous. Because I'm, yeah. do you know what? I was a fan of hers before. I did the closer. But when I did the closer, it was like a master class oh, yeah. in how to be. It literally was a master class in how to be number one on the call sheet. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and she's in been every on the podcast, category. Yeah, talking about feeling like she was the leader of the group and taking that responsibility as the, the number did. one of the, yeah, she really, really did. She, she, she did. was she, it's such a joy to work with, you know, both yeah, I mean, and, yeah. and, and forget, I mean, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about just that she was a leader and she, you know, she was number one on the call sheet and all that stuff. Right. It was watching her work. Yes. Because I'd be like, okay, I've come in as a guest star. I've got a few wordies. I've got quite a yeah. lot of wordies because I'm the murderer. Right. Right. Um, right. But, this chick never stops talking. 60 pages a day. All day, every yeah. day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, mean, I was in awe of her by the time well, I, I, I was done. Marina, oh, oh, can I are... tell you something? Oh, no, no, yeah. wait. I have to tell you something about your producers. They sent me a letter. Oh, yes. They I sent me it. a letter after I rant. Yes. Thanking me for... for bringing my, you know, talent to the, to the, um, to the show and how wonderful I was and yeah. how, you know, I was like, I've been in the business for 44 years. That's the only time I have ever got a letter. That's incredibly classy. See, it's the little things I know that make you happy, but you know, getting on, getting on the underground, you've been on mm -hmm. the London underground, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Many times. 
Right. Okay. So you know that they have, as you're going up and down the escalators, they have all those adverts down the side. Yeah. All those, all the adverts. Well, so I'm, I'm going up the escalator, and th- there's, there I am. Oh my God. There's my picture, Marina oh. Sirtis in Dark Sublime, and I'm, I, I want to go around and go, that's me. That's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, let me, I'm going to go down and go back up and go, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That must have been thrilling. How fun. Oh my. How and fun. to have your picture outside a West End theatre, you know. I, I mean, it was, come on. Oh, is, my God. Yeah, that is a that is like a bucket list item for most actors. Oh, it totally. It was totally. You know, I, yeah. I, I said, you know, you know, I made my West End debut at the age of 64. Love. Love you know, it. so it's never too late. It's what I say to young actors, you know, when they, you know, whenever I meet young actors who are getting a bit down on themselves because it hasn't happened yet or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever it is, uh, I'm like, one job. One job. Yep. That's all yep. it takes to change your life. Working class girls didn't become actors. We talked wrong for a start because everyone spoke because <laughs> everyone spoke like this and everyone spoke like I did. Huh? <laughs> so they were like, "Oh no, you can't be an actress. You're a Cockney. There aren't any Cockney actors." Wow. Everyone told me no, except one teacher, and she, Miss Lake. God, I mean, God bless her. She was our history teacher, but she was everyone's favorite teacher, even if they didn't do history. She was just amazing. And she said to me one day, so, Marina, you're going to be an actress, are you? And I said, yes, miss. And she said, well, how are you going to do it? And I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And so about a month passed, and she came, and she handed me a manila envelope, and it had all the prospecti of, drama schools in London and one outside of London, all the universities that had good drama courses, English and theater courses. And she just handed me the envelope and she said, apply. Wow, wonderful. Right, so I found her again about 10 years ago. And we went for tea at the Albert Museum. And I remembered her as this Amazon with like auburn red auburn hair. And there she was, and she was tiny, this tiny oh. little thing, but with the auburn hair. The hair was still exactly the same. It was brilliant. Wow. And as wow. soon as I saw her, I burst into tears, and, and she went, oh, come along, Marina. You were always <laughs> so dramatic. Right. Oh. So off we went to have tea. So I said to her, I had to ask her, and I said, look, you were the only person who didn't tell me no. You were the only person who encouraged me. Why? Why did you encourage me? And she said, well, I thought she was going to say something like, well, I saw you in a school play and I, I, I knew that you had it. Whatever, right? Anything like that. She goes, well, remember one day you came to school and you had waxed all the hair off your body. And I, like, we've had the Greek hairy discussion already, right? And I said, yes. And she said, well, I thought any girl who can put up with that kind of pain has got what it takes. <laughs> oh, my God, that's Oh, genius. my God. 
I cannot thank you enough for joining us today. My God, what I could sit here and listen to you and uh, all, all day. Can can you do that? Oh um, yeah. Uh, well, it, you know. Well, like I said, you know, getting me to talk is not an issue. Getting me to shut up is the issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we can edit. That's why we have the edit button. <laughs> oh my God, okay. Marina, what a joy this has been. It's been thank lovely you talking so much. to you. So lovely wonderful. talking to you guys, Johnny. Yes. When this is all over, we are getting together. We are. We're going to get drunk and watch some football. Well, as I said, um, alcohol, not my drug of choice, but I will do the other and you can get drunk. Oh, we'll get high then. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, my dear. All right, kids. Take care. Stay safe. Wait. And we're back. Oh, wow. my God. She is delightful. She really is. She is so, uh, she just has so much life, right? Like, it's just pouring out of her. <laughs> um, you know what? Everybody should be that full of life. Um, full of life, yep. Speaking of full of life, I can't wait to be full of sourdough bread. Okay. Hello. I think tomorrow, I think Hello. tomorrow's your, I think tomorrow's your drop off. <laughs> oh, I I, I, well, I I'm baking good. it today. I promise you. I I have the loaves and I got the loaves in the oven, girl. Um, honey, I I you don't need to to bring me any. Yes, you do. No, I, I'm um, gonna I'm gonna be your way, so I'm gonna drop it off. Oh, obviously you're dropping off to other people too. Anyway, um, <laughs> what a fun what a fun interview. What a fun week. Um, yes. And I can't wait until next week and. Go on, Johnny, say it. See you next Tuesday, Otter. <laughs> you know what? The Otter thing is getting old already. I swear no. to God. Oh, oh, Johnny, we forgot. Oh. Subscribe, rate, oh. review. What the to hell? All, to all the little Otters listening, you need to rate, review, and subscribe to our show if you're enjoying it. And if you're not, still do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, because we don't care. We don't care. We don't really um, care if you like it. We're whores. Anyway, you guys All have right. a great week. Everybody stay safe. Stay inside yeah. if you can. See you. And um, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.